Hey, you're listening to Speaking of Which with Ryan and Drew. Two guys, two drinks, and a little too much talking. Spider-punk can. Can he? Spider-punk? Punk a spider. There's Ooh. a spider in the room, if you haven't guessed. Yes, it scared gotta, the crap out of me. Our podcast. first special guest on the podcast. A fucking spider. Brutus. Did you name the spider Brutus? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sitting cross-legged on the couch. My feet aren't on the floor with him. <laughs> Ryan has joined me. <laughs> We're I, being I held got, hostage. <laughs> look, I got no issue with spiders. I'll kill the spiders, but right now I'm not in a position to. So I'm that's it. Let I don't him know do where it thing. is. Last thing I want to do is look down and have it on my foot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have socks on, but still. Hey, welcome. Welcome to, to speaking of which with Drew and Ryan. Drew and Ryan, Ryan and Drew, etc. Um, well, I asked you on your receipt. See, see uh, sorry, I just didn't take ex- two. I just did an exam. I, I'm still your a final fried. exam. My Not final, even like final of the semester. Like he's done final school ever. Forever. Final exam ever. That's pretty, pretty legit. It is pretty legit. So anyway, that's why I'm a little frazzled. <laughs> yeah, just spent two hours writing nonstop. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna get right into it. Um, uh, for housekeeping, I don't again. Not much. Nothing. No. Things are going pretty standard. We're back on our beer game, trying some new things out. Yeah. Picked up the uh, Boreal Blanche because it was on sale and I like a good white beer. We're also sipping some Mad Jack. Um, yeah. So we each got one of each. I love apple cider. They were on sale and I was like, you know what? Some more variety. Let's celebrate Ryan's achievement. Finishing school. I never did it. Don't plan on doing it, but good for you. There you go. Or I did it twice, so I did it once for each of us. <laughs> there, I get um, an honorary degree in one of the two you think is less useful. Yeah, I guess. We'll find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do have some feedback, though. Oh, let's hear it. I do. Um, so, Shannon, my girlfriend, was uh, listening to a couple of our episodes the other day, uh, notably the Hating Sports one, mm-hmm. where we read her comment about, um, as a female sports fan, how she sometimes has to prove herself a little bit more than, say, a man would. Yes. And I mentioned on that podcast when we read it, when we addressed her comment, that... I have seen this. I've seen like my male friends in a situation where a woman speaks up and she gets sort of almost shamed for it or attacked for it a little bit or forced to like. Yeah. So uh, it sounds like she is an add-on. Shannon wanted me to, to let everyone know or let, I guess whoever's listening and you and me. And if you do find yourself in that situation as an observer, that, please speak out. Please uh, say something because sometimes, unfortunately, it requires another man to speak out against a man saying something like that. So we do have a little bit of a responsibility. It doesn't have to be every time. It doesn't have to be super aggressive or anything like that, but just a hey, you know. Which is funny because in my mind, the scenarios of which I can think of it, I almost feel like another man coming in to defend the woman is almost as bad. So to hear a woman suggest that it might be nice for a guy to step in and call them out on it. Which you're right to do, and I, I'm agreeing with Shannon. I just never put it in that respect. I always sort of thought of it as a, you know what? You're a strong, independent woman. Teach this guy a lesson. But you're right. Not a matter of like a man coming in to defend, but just a, another man checking another man being like, yo, why are you doing this? That's it. And unfortunately, sometimes, even if a woman sticks up for herself, the man doesn't see it as valid because it's a woman sticking up for herself. True. They're and already and like I said, it, it shouldn't be this way, but unfortunately, sometimes it is. It takes another man who I guess this person would see on uh, quote unquote equal footing mm-hmm. to come in and say, hey, don't do that. No. But that was the feedback I got. I don't no, know if no, you have any. good feedback. I'm really happy with that yeah, one. It wasn't so much, like I said, it wasn't so much feedback as it was like a call for action. 
Um, but I think it's important, and I think uh, Shannon wanted me to let people know. If you do see anything like that, please uh, take the time to speak out, because not not speaking out contributes to the problem. True. No. Being a silent observer, I mean, you've, you've, you've always seen that mentality of a... I remember once being on the Metro and seeing a girl get, like, pushed around by some guys, and it took surprisingly long for someone to get up and say, like, it was, like, there's always the moment of, like, someone else will, and you're looking around, like, yeah. no one else will, maybe I shouldn't, That's someone it. else gets up. Like, I regret not getting up sooner to do something, by the time I stood up, someone else already had gotten involved and, like, got her off the train kind of thing. Yeah, it's the bystander effect. It happens it's, in yeah. every situation. Well, where... so they always say, if you're ever, like, saving someone's life, like, CPR, I mean, you always point... You call 911, not somebody. You tell someone to do it. Yeah, that's it. So mm-hmm. it's always one of those things. Um, but I think that was it um, for, for the feedback. Yeah. So I guess we can kind of dip in, uh, dip our toes into today's subjective. Oh, this one will be something. This will be a fun conversation. I'm curious to see where it goes. But uh, speaking of which, <sighs> memes. Memes. Maymays. You, you sound dejected about this one. Just, <laughs> I know... Like, I think, I think with memes, it's one of those, like, oh, you know, here come these millennials talking about their memes and shit, and, like, I think that the fact that we're talking about memes already paints a picture that I think is not fair. I'm, I'm like, for me, I already know I'm going to go into this podcast defending memes. Like, defending right. their use, defending their purpose, mm-hmm. defending them as a cultural piece in our society. Okay. Because the way you describe it, you, you sound a little more anti-meme like you're kind of like looking at them as like oh i don't like them but i have to defend them why do you feel like you have to defend them i think because there is this and again i think it comes from other generations that didn't grow up with memes or Mm -hmm. memes as they're known now because the word meme has been around for a few decades now i think it's it's... richard dawkins i think Mm -hmm. coined the term it's just a way of transmitting a piece of culture to another person that's it i mean even if they weren't referred to as memes i mean i i look back at an old example who was that jeff foxworthy the comedian the redneck guy a redneck yeah that's that that is literally a meme that is literally repeating the same joke with a different twist on a punchline well that's it you might be a redneck when fill in the blank is the same as a picture of a pimply faced kid with the something bad happened to him today yeah bad like brian bad like brian yeah. yeah i mean i think so now the way that we see memes now is a little bit different than the original term mm-hmm. um now when people think it means you think pretty much of a picture maybe a video mm-hmm. and it's reused and repurposed in different ways so now with memes you have like it goes away even from the the icon as cheeseburger where you had the Text on the top, text on the bottom. Now it's just evolved into something completely oh, different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I mean, there's definitely some that differ. And, I mean, if you're following the show on Facebook, I've hosted a few kind of... None that I think are particularly good, but just a few that I felt gave example as to what a meme by most standard is today, which is one of these photos or images that's constantly being republished with a different set of text on it to make a different joke or get a certain point across. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of mine were particularly mind-boggling or amazing. No, and they were They were just, you know... They were okay. They and were I mean, there. I feel like that's what most people is. It's people think of something, they put, they slap their thought on one of those images, post it to Reddit, their Twitter, their Facebook, and once in a while, one picks up and gets put up on a few different sites and places. Gets oh, shared it. a bit more. That's it. So, I mean... 
for me, a meme is like a way of people being able to identify. And a meme is usually like, have you ever had this happen to you or something like that? It's like, oh, I've had that happen to me. This is funny because it's relevant and it's true. You relate to it. And that's it. You relate to it. So there's sort of like a built community. And I'm not trying to sell memes for being more than what they are. They're still just pictures and whatever. But it's the way in which people communicate with them. And yeah, it's it's a way to put your thoughts into a very, very sh- almost the idea of a tweet condensing your thoughts into a very small space here even more so. But you're still getting your point across of like uh, what was the one a little while ago that got really big was um, the, the kid with the microwave with the microwave yeah when the like realizing you forgot to do something like as simple as that like you know like i can't make myself good right now or what it is uh best to describe it but like it's just it's a kid sitting from a microwave with this like blank stare and like the memes were always things where it's like you know when you go out shopping and buy milk and you get home realize you meant to go buy cereal you already had milk like when you realize you've made that mistake and it's already too late to go Uh. back and fix it and I think that's one, like, most people have gone out and done, you know, that stupid thing only to realize later, I did the stupid thing. Or, like, gave Q girl my number, forgot I changed phones this morning, have a new number. Yeah. Okay. Like, those, like, realizations of dumb things. And I've also, like, there's been a few people who have done recently where they've taken, like, the same, like, not the exact same text, but the same point, and just applied it to every meme they could find. <sighs> so just, like, by having a different image and a slight change in your wording... You can make all of those memes completely different. Well, that's it. The picture itself is is people. I mean, assuming the memes are used properly, when you see this, <laughs> when you see the right picture, you already know what kind of meme it's going to be. So, seeing like a bad luck Brian versus seeing like success kid is going to give you two entirely different ideas of how the meme is going to go. Yeah, and then that's another example of one where like you could put the exact same text on both of those. Like trying to think of a really quick shitty example, like. Uh, I, you know, uh, friend canceled plans on me, stayed home all day playing video games on a bad luck. Brian is like, oh, his friends bailed and I mean, he has to sit home and be a nerd on success kid. It's like, huh, his friends bailed. We got a day off to play games. It's amazing. Yeah. Like those go both ways. It really, it's the image that helps get the emotion across. It's almost like the way you use an emoji in a text message conversation to better indicate what your connotation is, your inflection is without actually being able to speak somebody. Yeah, picture's worth a thousand words. I'll read a comment. We only got uh, we only got one. And, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of had a call to arms like shares your favorites. I didn't think it'd be a huge thing, but yeah, why not? Um. So Shannon, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like a solid seventy percent of our relationship is us tagging each other in memes, <laughs> which is not wrong. No, nope, um, I like that. A lot of uh, well, it's it's uh, a lot of just being having the distance between us at the time or you know for the time being mm-hmm. it is a way to communicate it's a way to say hey this is something that reminded me of you this is something that mm-hmm. you do this is something that i do this is something that we do so it's sort of like one of those oh look at this, this is something like that we can share in together um this uh, like again the the notion of a shared experience yeah. but she does also add on something to talk about could be uh community specific memes uh, i.e. rising memes about communism memes specific to hockey memes specific to something else so uh, yeah definitely the idea of a certain subculture oh yeah no I having mean, like, memes specific to it looking at sites 
like Reddit being one of the biggest places to go find memes, in my opinion. Um, sorry, I got distracted. I was pulling up a meme for us. Um, a lot of subreddits, they have their own in-jokes, which is essentially all a meme is, just an inside joke shared over and over again. Yep. Um, the Destiny subreddit, again, an example I go back to very frequently, has a lot of... Um, someone once was describing a character and... In his, he's like, I can't remember what her name is. She's like this old witch of Cuba or something. Like it auto corrected the name of one of like the characters from Crota to Cuba. Oh. So she became the old witch of Cuba for several years. Oh god! Like people still refer to her as that. And it's kind of this, this like ongoing joke. And you'll even see where like memes or inside jokes will bleed into each other. Uh, I know there was one a while back with this. Like someone had made like, a whole thing of like his friend's terrible Facebook use. Okay. And it was the it's where the whole five on seven joke came from. Oh yes, I remember. Where he that. would like he, he described somebody as being like a flawless experience five out of seven, and like they couldn't figure out why he didn't just give it a seven out of seven. Like the guy <laughs> just couldn't understand what everyone was talking about when he said that. Yeah. Like why is it seven out of seven? Because it's perfect. It's five out of seven. He's like, what is the scale? <laughs> so like you'll still see on different subreddits people referring to things as being five out of seven, and everyone gets it as part of the in joke. It might not be a meme in the same sense that you're used to a picture with text or a little, like, one of those, like, internet comics, but it does still get the point across generally. Well, that's it, is that people, now the way we think of memes is picture. Yeah. But a meme doesn't necessarily have to be a picture. No, I, I think, and I've always liked the, the description I've liked the most, and if you uh, happen to be a member of the Rooster Teeth community or you have a first membership or you try their free 30-day trial to, you know, promote someone else for once... Um, they have a, I, I think it's called a Know Your Meme. It's a documentary they put together. And they talk a lot about where memes came from, how they started, what we know of them now, where they originated from. Uh, and they even interviewed a few of the people who are featured in some of these memes, like Bad Like Brian or um, the crazy uh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Overly attached. Oh, really attached. Sorry, yes. Yeah, I think uh, Irma Gerd is loved on the interview. There also is a Know Your Meme website yes which i've i've used many times and it's actually kind of ridiculous how deep deep and like cited and just they they really have it it's almost encyclopedic in fact it is it's the encyclopedia of memes yeah and, and it's like, impressive like to go and see how far back something goes uh what was it the other day i was it was back in halloween actually i was trying to figure out where the fuck did that stupid spoopy thing start mm-hmm you know about this one? No, I don't. It was just, it's, it's a running gag. You'll see it on a lot of sites when something, is like, when something is supposed to be scary, but it isn't. So the response is, whoa, too spooky for me, instead of too spooky for me. Hmm. And I'm like, there must be an origin. Like, there must be, like, a, a where, and I, it traces back to, in, like, 2001, somebody posted a photo from a party store where they had misspelled spooky as spoopy on, like, a banner. They put a case <laughs> on the P or whatever. They switched it around. And then, like, someone else... Used it in a, in a video somewhere and, like, used it as part of a meme and, like, it grew further. Like, I know someone started using it a lot when they would refer to, um, uh, any of the memes where, like, they have, like, a dog speaking, like, poor English. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things, like, uh, oh, this dog borked so much it gave me a scared. And the, like, in that, like, broken English they use for the dogs, he would start using spoopy instead of spooky for a dog being scared of something and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Because people kept using it, kept sharing it, to the point now where if any any time I'm on Reddit and someone posts a, a a picture of a dog in a scary costume, which is clearly adorable, the response is "Whoa, too spoopy for me," or three spoopy five me," which is the yeah. the, the next level. Because what the hell? Um, 
But it's like it's literally yeah. a meme that evolved to a second meme. I think one of my favorite memes that isn't like just the picture and the text is uh hey it's me your brother. I don't know this one. Okay, so this is uh, I forget what video game it was, but it was a gaming service like it was a game gaming something that had trading in it. Mhm. And this guy so A and B A wanted B to give him like some rare items and B's like no, I'm not going to do that. And it got to this whole point where it's like you know, oh, I'm your, uh, I'm your family member, and B's like, no, you're not. Like, my my family member's name is uh, username is blah blah blah. The guy changes his username. It has a log. It's like, hey, it's me, your brother. <laughs> and I, I recall uh, that I, you mentioned. I yeah. have seen that, and I actually ended up looking up and know your me was that original chat to figure out yeah, what it meant. That's it. And I legitimately so did this. <laughs> Reddit uses it all the time. Hey, it's me, your blank. And it's, yeah. Uh, so again, that's a meme. It, it's a, uh, you know, a meme doesn't just have to be a picture and text, but. There are a lot that are picture and text, text, yeah. and it's crazy how quickly they come and go. The, the oh yeah, peak and and valley so quickly. For example, um, in January, everyone was obsessed with this guy called Salt Bay, who I just saw a post about today. Funny enough, yeah, someone I know met him in um, Brazil. Well, there you go. So. Salt Bay, uh, for those of you who don't know him by name, is the guy... I've insulted you don't. The guy in the white t-shirt, and obviously you can't see me doing it, but he's got he's the guy who's pouring the salt on his steak, and he sort of like has that weird arm movement with him. It looks like he's pouring it like from his hand onto his wrist and he's, down his it's arm. It's like he's doing the I'm a little teapot dance. Yeah, yeah uh, it is a pretty little Pretty much. Weird. So... That, like, on, on some of the meme pages that I like on Facebook, because that's what I do, um, it was all over the place. Yeah, no. and then gone. Just yeah. as quickly as it showed up, it was gone, and I, something else it's, became. Yeah. The other thing you'll see too is like those kind of like really weird flat. Like that's like more of those like a few days or a few weeks, even that one. But another one you see a lot in communities that are very tight knit. I feel like Reddit alone is as big as a group as it is already does this, where, uh, like someone posted a photo of like how clear the water was and wherever they were, whatever country they're in, their hand was in the water. And, like, unless you really looked at the photo, it looks their hands were just, like, was just sitting in, like, a hole. It wasn't actually in the water. Like, you have to really, like, pay attention and go, oh, there's clearly a point where it goes from, like, air to water. Like, it's just so clear you couldn't tell. Yeah. So, people all day were just posting how clear the water is in my country and posting, like, an American had his hand in a toilet. Or, yeah. like, a, I think there was one where someone had their hand in, like, beer or something. Be great if someone from Flint, Michigan. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the if water's still not clean there. Yeah, that's insane. A, I saw that. It's like three a, years officially now, or no? It's been a while. It's been yeah. too long. Let's just say. Yeah, but the, 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 they posted like today or yesterday. Like it's been officially X number of years since. I think it was twenty fourteen. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. No, but just I find I love the concept of a meme. The only thing I seem to see around though is that they seem to be rooted in kind of a mean seated kind of place. Like, it's almost like you're making fun of someone. It, it's it's rare that it's a positive. Like, even Salt Bay was very much, like, as much as he was an attractive guy, air quotes here, um, it, it was really to make mock him and that type of person who would, like, pour salt on a steak like that. Like, what a weird thing to do. Like, just showing off for no reason. Uh, Bad Luck Brian, as much as it originated as a brother posting a photo, a really ugly yearbook photo of his younger brother <clears throat> as a joke. And then it going completely viral on Reddit that night. That night, it was re- it was done as a joke to prank him to make fun of him. 
um, a lot of them tend to be rooted in like a negative thing, which is like, the only downside. It's making fun of somebody, even the your brother one there, the uh, I'm your brother. It's us laughing at a shitty situation, but we're kind of mocking the guy for like, you know, thinking he can trick his friend like that or like, you know, the guy for being so dumb. Like, oh, what a funny thing. He's so dumb. You think he's that stupid? I guess a lot of it is is rooted in that. But you have the people who take it pretty well. Like Salt Bay has an Instagram account where he just, he does it. And he's got like seven, I, I looked this up where he's got seven million followers or something like that. Yeah, and I mean six. some of the more wholesome ones like on Vine when they had the whole damn Daniel thing with the white bands. Mm-hmm. Like that was, I feel very positive as much as it was the friends admitted it was us looking to bug him and troll him. And it turned him into this big thing and... He got all these free shoes, which ended up donating, which is really cool. Well, it's even there's the Cash Me Outside girl, who's oh, a millionaire fuck. now, yeah. because she's got so many things going on. And so, as much as we're making fun of people, they're they're sort of laughing with us. They're laughing straight to the bank, some of them. Like, she's got, she's got money now. No, and so that's it. It's like, it's that weird moment of fame. So, I go back to the, I will recommend the documentary to anyone who wants to watch it, but I mean, the bit I really liked about it is they interviewed Bad Luck Brian. Who sees the whole experience as very positive, yet he's recognized sometimes. He'll occasionally wear the shirt at like a convention to kind of get a laugh out of people. Like he's really embraced it, but it hasn't like changed his life to the point where he's making he's like, I've gotten a few deals here or there and made a few bu- few bucks. Yeah. Like whether it was his beer money or his like room and board for a few weeks. It, it's been a general positive experience. Uh, overly attached girlfriend, it was actually her who posted a video of herself being an overly attached girlfriend like it was she had titled herself that in that video or justin bieber contest hmm. and it someone just took it and rolled with it and she fully endorsed it but it's gotten to the point now where people have approached her like and treating her like it's a really her not a joke like she's saying like someone once asked her to make the face or say something and then when she refused because you know she's out with friends and family and, like it wasn't a performer someone said come on it's your job like hmm. no no it is not because a photo of me that I posted online went viral with other people and people have affiliated me with this, you know, connotation or this characteristic doesn't make it my job. <clears throat> and then you have the, uh, the, the goosebumps, the Ermagur goosebumps, yeah. which is what I love. Uh, it was a photo of her when she was much younger, purposely dressed up to look stupid. Like she was like playing like dress up with her friends and like was putting like, who can look the dumbest and that was her get together for it. And, like, she's received comments from people, like, whether directly or indirectly, of her attractiveness levels. Or, like, you know, the people who figured it was her kind of thing have, like, approached her. And she's like, really? Like, I don't... Like, it's a funny thing. I'm not going to tell people to take it down. But, like, not me. Thank you. Not yeah. No, go away, please. And it's just interesting thing, seeing three different people who have all kind of fallen into the same category of becoming a living meme. And how they've all embraced it or been affected by it differently. Hmm. That is interesting. I guess seeing the the face behind the meme. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't thought of it that way. I suppose. No, it's interesting. Sorry, I'll be another beer. <sighs> beer. Oh, apple cider. I love you. Uncomfortable silence as we both sit from our beers at the same time. Mmm, but it's good apple cider. So I <laughs> um, so actually kind of wanted to tie into our memes conversation. A new subreddit I've discovered. I'm just looking through now if I can find a really simple one to share with you guys. Um, it's called Wholesome Memes, and it's oh, I love wholesome memes. It's a really adorable subreddit. So again, the whole the whole genre of memes just basically being a 
inside joke or a running joke. This one kind of breaks it a bit by not necessarily being that, but positions up like a meme. And I mean, it's it's as simple as things like um, the the top post on the entire subreddit is that that weird stock image of an old man that they usually put like really mean or really like sad things with. Yeah. And it's just him there with a computer and a coffee saying, you know, when you only get five upvotes on your uh, post on our wholesome memes, remember, that doesn't mean people don't like you. That just means you've made five people's days that much better. Sure. Uh, and it's like those little, like, it's just little heartwarming things, but in the yeah. guise of memes. The guy has a name. Shannon knows what it is. I don't know what it is. The, the guy in the picture the, or the, the old meme? man? The old man in the picture has a name, apparently. But Really? I mean, I assume he has. He's a real person, I imagine. No. No, he's a figment of our imagination. They've always been blind as you and I can see them. Mm. Our own little matrix. Like, I like here, one of the ones they post is mods are asleep, post unwholesome memes. And it's just a picture that says, kidding, I actually hope they are having a restful sleep of uh, full of nice dreams. I appreciate your efforts, mods. And oh. it's like, it's the kind of community where it's like, it's purposely going out of your way to be, give people a good feeling in the guise of little web comics or in those style of memes, which I think is a really cute thing. I have it as a subscription, so I roll through Reddit sometimes. I occasionally go, oh, what's this? And it's just, oh, a warm fuzzy for me. It's true. Excuse me, I yawned. Um, oh, it's late and you've been examining all day. I have been examining all day. I do consider those memes still. I, I would say those That's are still... it. I feel like the, the, the line of where, where and what is a meme is incredibly vague. Like, I still consider... In the Destiny subreddit, people misspelling fabulous with uh, frabulous because someone mispronounced that way. And the community has then adopted this term to describe really cool looking armor to the point now when they were doing a reveal stream for Destiny 2, uh, one of the guys wore like a Dawn Cherry level of like horrible suit and referred to us as frabulous suit. And I'm like, community made a joke off a typo. The developer of the game who's in charge of like community uses it to describe his very funny ugly suit. It's like they've it's gone it's gone all the way in a circle now. It's it's all the way it's it's yeah, official content. It's come now. full circle. Once it becomes yeah. canon, that's when uh Yeah, there was a I like seeing that too where something kind of like Destiny's out a few where it's like taken like a joke from the community and made it canon. Which I always find really funny. Well one I can think of would be in Minecraft, uh for those of you who do know Rooster Teeth, uh, in their Minecraft Let's Plays, one of the very early ones, uh, one of their one of the members, Gavin, uh, pretty much put four solid gold blocks on top of each other and called it the Tower of Pimps. Yep. In a later Minecraft update, they included the Tower of Pimps in their update. Yeah, just so a little hidden can, item uh, somewhere in the tutorial level. That's it. So I think that like that was not only a nod to Rooster Teeth themselves, but also a nod to everyone who was a fan of theirs or everyone who came to the game because of Rooster Teeth's, you know, work in it. And they still they still do work in Minecraft. They still make Minecraft uh, like yeah. the most popular. Well, there's also the famous Hero Brian thing for Minecraft that got official. Yeah. Where they they snuck him into a poster somewhere for Minecon. That's and it. They've made reference to him in the game since. Um. No, the the whole idea of memes. I really see them like I kind of get to our summary phase here, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I see them as a. Re- I meant to say it earlier, I don't know if I actually ended up saying it though, was the. Um, they're like an inside joke for the whole internet. Yeah. They really are. You see one, you know it right away, you can have a laugh, you know what you're getting into. It's, it's like that really simple joke you can tell over and over again because it's always funny to you, even if it isn't like laugh out loud hilarious, it still makes you smile. And, yeah, they can be rooted in weird places, whether it be, like, someone being made fun of or, you know, someone's 
you know, typo or weird conversation or mistake. But they really are just an inside joke that the whole internet can share in on. And some of them last forever, like Bad Luck Brian, who's been there for as long as I've been using Facebook and Reddit and Twitter, to Salt Bay or those little weird one-day-only ones. or Yep. Yeah, like, what is the... You'll still see people on Reddit once in a while, like, on an Ask Reddit telling us, you know, explaining a story, and then it ends with a Loch Ness Monster asking for Tree Fitty from uh, South Park. Yep. Like, you still get those jokes that are, like, so old and has such weird, like... How many people still watch South Park or st- still, like, know what it is and see that and, you know, get it or don't get it? Like, I'm so... It's weird thing. Like, I get that joke, but there must be people who don't watch South Park or maybe not seen that episode or had to look that up. Yeah. I mean, if you look at memes in a certain way, it's just any type of inside joke. And even one person can be the portrayer of that joke. Novelty accounts on Reddit. Oh, yeah. There's one. My favorite one is... It's like Roger Simon 10 or something like that. And his his thing is that he starts off with a very serious story. And at the end, it always ends with his dad beating him with a set of jumper cables. <laughs> <laughs> always. And so you always have people responding to him being like, I thought this was serious, and then I saw the like I, I then I saw the ending. I knew it was you. I'm like, like that's like, I, and you see it too. The Vargas is another one who just tells like inane, Vargas, insane yeah. stories it's that crazy. just spiral out of control. And it's always like people posting like, yeah, I got to the third paragraph, and you mentioned your grandmother is like broad. I was like, mm, let's see what user it is. Vargas finished reading anyways. Yeah, Vargas or, is an interesting person. I don't know who they are, but they they do some good work. <laughs> no, they are. They're impressive. I've seen a few too. What did I just see? Oh, I saw a really weird one too. It was like a bot of some sort. Oh my god, I have like a, I was looking through its history to see what it was, but it was like people would like respond to a comment with like, oh, whatever the name of the bot was, and he would come in and like figure out some math or like do some calculation for them based on the comment. Huh. It was really weird. And I was like, what a bizarre like someone made this or someone's doing this? There's also uh, gradually becomes Gimli. <laughs> yes. He ends every post. Uh, he eventually like ends every post with "and my axe" or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just just novelty counts in general. So a meme could be sort of perpetrated by one and yeah. broadcasted to many, or it could be perpetrated by many and broadcasted to many. Yeah. I did want to share. I think we haven't done this every episode, but with a little bit of time at the end. I'm going to pull up one of our TILs that I read this week or the last few weeks that I thought would be worth sharing. Where are my saved posts? Uh, Oh, it was this one here. Uh, There's a few of them. I won't give all the examples, but it refers to um, the famous saying, great minds think alike. Okay. That is only the first half of that saying, and in fact, the end of it disproves itself. The entire quote is, great minds think alike, but fools rarely differ, or seldom differ, uh, as the two different versions I've I've seen of it. And that's actually one I I often use as a response, and the entire point being is that it doesn't, just because you think the same way doesn't prove you're both smart, it just proves you think the same way, whether you're intelligent or dumb. So it kind of disproves the whole point of great minds think alike. Because just as frequently, fools will have the same thoughts as well. True. I don't know the last time I heard someone use that expression. Not sarcastically? That's yeah. it. Not sarcastically. It's like when two people have a dumb or silly idea, that's when they drop it. But I guess, no, it's interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't. Uh, but it makes sense 
two people being having the same opinion about something doesn't mean or, or multiple doesn't mean people. it's two great minds. Doesn't it mean, just means two like-minded people, whether like-minded they're smart people. or dumb. Exactly. Uh, what was it? Also, I had a few. The same article led me to reading three or four of them. Is also blood is thicker than water. Okay. Which is actually to disprove. Because in the original quote, what they're referring to is the water of um, when a woman gives birth, water the water breaking. Okay. So the blood bonds you make with people is more important than the water bonds of who you were born from. Oh. So the expression literally means the people who you choose to be with are more important than those you are born into. So it actually means the opposite of what it's supposed to mean. That's interesting. Uh, there's also the money is root of all evil, which is a really weird one that I didn't really like per se. Okay. Uh, but also there's the, where's the actual quote here? Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back is the full quote. And it's essentially to say being curious will get you nowhere and you'll just rack your brain wondering what if, what if, what if to drive yourself mad, but actually doing said thing and figuring out whether or not it was worth doing it is what will bring meaning to your life. Huh. So it's kind of like, oh, curiosity killed the cat. Like, oh, don't do that thing. Whereas reality, it's no, don't sit around wondering what if, what if, what if. Do, 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 and try. Hmm. So it's kind of funny how, like, taken out of context, these little, like, recurring things we always sort of rely on, these old sayings, memes maybe. I yeah. Really, I don't know if anyone counts, but. That's uh, a stretch. I wonder where these, like, why. Um half of these sayings get cut off in the way that they do that's always that's pretty curious well, i mean like even now there's certain things like I, I can think of quotes or sayings where like i don't i can't even run out of an example unfortunately i'm sure one will come to me eventually where you don't say the full thing because just saying enough of it gets your point across somebody but as you do that you're cutting off the rest of the sentence and you may inadvertently convince people of a different meaning because they're hearing it um like, you've always heard the expression, uh, the pot calling the kettle black? Yes. I it never. I, I always assumed it meant, like, if I call you a Jew and you're like, well, duh, you're also a Jew. Like, what are you calling me out for being such a thing when you are also that thing? Whereas, apparently, what it's supposed to mean is a pot is black and a kettle is generally polished metal, so it's reflective. So it isn't necessarily saying, I'm calling you out on something that we both are, it's I'm calling you out on something that I am. So if I'm calling you cheap because I'm cheap and you're like, well, I'm not cheap, but you, like, you definitely are. Like, you're definitely calling the kettle black there. You're pointing out a flaw in me, which isn't really a flaw. That's actually one of your flaws. Yeah, it's meant to point out someone's hypocrisy. Yeah. Hmm. And it just, it never occurred to me because I always just pictured, like, an old-timey, like, black kettle and black pot that looked the same. And in reality, it's referring to the shiny reflective surface of a kettle Versus the pot seeing itself in the reflection. Yes. So it's these weird little things where just like, hmm. if you don't have the whole story or it doesn't really fit in your daily life to picture it the way you may have back then when you had pots and kettles more commonly, it loses its meaning and people start to assign a meaning where they think there's one. Yeah, that makes sense. I think you got anything in there for that's the way the cookie crumbles. No, it's not on this list, but I'd really like to show it up there. <laughs> I don't think there's anything. I think it's just... Uh... I think this is that's the way this that's not so much a saying as it is a figure of speech. Yeah. That's a good one though. Yeah. Although I'm not waiting for a crumble of cookie, you just eat that thing. Cookies. Uh, I think that brings us to the end of the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um I don't think we've ever actually done this, or if we have, it hasn't been a while. 
But a uh, little call to arms to the community. If you have suggestions for topics, I think we'll post on Facebook as well soon. Um, we're yeah. not running dry per se, but like, I mean, as much as I like the meme subject, and it was one that I put on the list to choose from, I'm looking at that list now, and it's getting a lot shorter than it used to be. Yes, we're we're definitely taking away more than we're adding. Yeah, I think it's a I think I'm a good. I'm due for a good like brainstorm session one of these days coming up to really think of anything else or like listen to some other shows and get some ideas. But yes. um, we highly encourage you if you want us to talk about a particular subject, whether it be one you're interested in or think we'd have fun talking about or might be a fun pl- uh, position to put us in. We're open to pretty much anything. I mean, really, I bought some suggestion lists. I'll, lists I'll get to eventually that I think are really stupid but will be fun. And some that I'm nervous to approach because I think they're a little too daunting, but I think we'll push us to our limits in a good way. Yeah, we're so, pretty we're pretty open to yeah. uh, whatever. Uh, we have things that maybe eh, wouldn't be as interesting, so we might say thanks, but no thanks. But generally, yeah, there's no harm with suggesting. That's it. You Thank can you always, for the feedback. Yeah, you can always fly by us, and we won't say go fuck yourself. We'll say. Please leave the premises immediately. Yeah, that's it. There's the door. We'll, we'll, we'll kick you out politely. We'll kick you out politely. Politely. So I think there's... Bring, that brings us to the end of the show, where yes. I forgot how to use words. <laughs> as is tradition. Tradition. We hit the end of the show, and words become not as good as important beer. anymore. Might be the beer. Yeah, I still have to stand here and record some lines for another project then later. Oh, cool. That'll be fun. That's exciting. Yes, I'm uh, I'm possibly voicing a lumberjack in a small Minecraft video. Ooh. Yes, they wanted a French-Canadian and they damn well got it. You're not French. Yeah, but I can play it. All right. Well. Anyways, have a great night. Thank you for listening. As always, a shout out to Andrea, who was on her way back from her trip from Brazil. Had some fun. It was actually her uh, cousin who met Salte. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, Weird weird coincidence it all comes uh, back hope you're having a safe flight if you're listening to our show while you're on the flight which you're definitely not because you're already on the flight and this won't go out until another week from now yeah but we've been Ryan and on Twitter you are at at Ryan W Sorry, I didn't catch that at first. That was, that was a really like I realized I like I set you up to say your name and I'm like wait no that's not what we do at this part I've been Drew at Boxless Thought uh, Andrew you can find on Twitter at Airy Smiles, and she did just open up some commissions, it looks like. So if you're interested in a cute little uh, drawing of yourself, much like uh, Ryan and I have on the uh, cover of the show and they're, on our shirts online. They're cool. Jump on it. They're yeah. not that expensive, and they always go towards helping her out and doing good things. I think even this time she said straight up, it's just for charity. Which is great. Which is even better. So, all of you listeners, tuck yourselves in, warm up that glass of milk, rest your head on that pillow. Praise Satan. And go to sleep. Six, six, six.